a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. With the passage of the infrastructure bill, all eyes have turned to the president's social spending package, of course. But that's not the only thing Congress has to tackle. It is shaping up to be a very long, very busy holiday season for members of Congress. And what does that all look like? What does that all mean? Interesting, uh, Politico reported today, Burgess Everett and uh, Marianne Levine uh, said that the Senate's year-end to-do list is, quote, going to be a train wreck. Uh, Mark Warner uh, considered the Senate work that is still undone as the holiday season's approach uh, to be weighing on a couple of potentially really ugly scenarios. Uh, he even threw out the uh, having only other senators to kiss on New Year's Eve would be would be a problem. <laughs> the Virginia Democrat kind of deadpanned about the chamber, the chamber's upcoming December pileup. And so I want to go through the uh, the pileup and I actually want to talk about New Year's Eve. Uh, I've been there, done that seen that movie. Uh, It's not pleasant. (laughs) We'll talk about it in just a second. Uh, The only thing that might be worse, uh, according uh, to Senator Warner, would be opening up each other's stockings on Christmas Eve, which also is a possibility for members of Congress to be stuck in Washington on uh, Christmas Eve as well. So here's how we have to break this thing down. So first, uh, we only have a a couple of weeks. We're, We're 24 days away, 24 days away from December the 3rd which is the date by which Congress must fund the government or there will be a government shutdown. Of course, that would be a crisis. That would be a challenge. That would be a problem. Uh, And we've known that. We've known that, by the way, for well over 60 days since the last time they kicked the can down the road to December the 3rd. So we knew this was coming, and yet nobody's talked about it in the last 30 days. No one's even talking about it now because we're still talking about infrastructure bills being signed, the president taking a victory lap, and then the big social spending package, which the House will likely take up uh, later this week or early next week. Uh, Plus, we've got a Thanksgiving week recess where members are not going to be in town. So there's really only about 10 working days. Think about that. (laughs) So about 10 working days for Congress between now and December the 3rd. Also in that pile up of a potential train wreck is the debt ceiling. Debt ceiling has got to be raised uh, in order to pay the bills to keep going on the spending that has already occurred, that has already happened. And we've been down this path as well. And what did we do? Congress kicked it to December. Now, it might, uh, it might drift a little longer that. They have these lovely things uh, called extraordinary measures, which I don't know how you get those. Uh, I'd like to have extraordinary measure power. Can we get that? 
uh, just so whenever there's a real crisis, I can use extraordinary power to do whatever I want uh, and change the rules, extend the rules, figure it out a little bit later. Uh, So those two things have to be done uh, very early in the month of December. Uh, And yet, that is not all, folks. Wait, there's more. Uh, We also have uh, some things stacking up, uh, like the funding of the military. (laughs) The defense policy bill has to be done before December the 31st. That's an important thing to remember, uh, because that's uh, a critical piece of the puzzle that has to be done. And so that's got to be done. And then we have little tricky things like supply chain problems, the supply chain bottlenecks uh, that have uh, also created some holiday challenges, some holiday shopping challenges for many people around the country. We have labor shortages. Businesses are facing labor struggles and challenges to fill uh, spots that are open. We have gas prices that are rising, which are adding to the headaches uh, that the now administration is warning people that, yes, the heating of your home is going to cost more as we get into the winter months. And not to be forgotten, uh, we still have a global pandemic. And what will happen with COVID-19 as it gets colder, as people are inside more, uh, if we have a lot of holiday gatherings, how is that going to impact uh, where we are in the face of the pandemic? So those are just a few of the fun-filled facts and uh, fun-filled problems that Congress is going to have to wrestle with between now and the holiday season. Again, they're not going to—they're not scheduled to be there for that many days. Uh, all totaled, I think uh, they would have if you went all the way to December the tenth, which is when Congress is supposed to recess for the year. Uh, you know, it, it's only somewhere around twelve, fifteen, maybe working days total. They'll probably end up working a few more. They'll have a few uh, late nights and uh, long weekends, I'm guessing, along the way. Uh, But as we look at all of those things, we have to ask ourselves, why, oh, why, oh, why are we having all of these things pile up in a potential train wreck at the end of the year? Well, it's by design. (laughs) Who designed it? The leaders in the House and the Senate. And that is not just the Democrats who are in control of those chambers at the moment. Uh, That includes their Republican counterparts. They know how these deadlines work. Uh, We often say that the real problem in Washington is uh, is not this uh, kind of collaboration problem. Uh, It's a collusion problem. And the leaders of both sides say, oh, you know, it's always easier to get something done. When we have a big cliff, a catastrophe, a crisis on the horizon that's coming right before the holidays, Uh, we have to pass this immediately or grandma's going to be pushed off the cliff or the government's going to shut down or someone's not going to get Christmas or a holiday. Uh, Always easier to do that. We we always talk about the fact that uh, when these things happen, uh, bad stuff happens. Big spending happens. Adding to our debt and deficit happen uh, in these moments. Uh, I remember back as a chief of staff, uh, everyone remembers the original fiscal cliff and all the calamity that was predicted. It had to be done. Everyone knew. Uh, In fact, the Fed talked about it in late January, early February of the year. Congress could have dealt with it right then. And they didn't. They said they'll do it a little later in the spring. And later in the spring came and they said, well, we'll do it before we break for our summer uh, recess and the in-state work period, and it didn't get done. And then they were going to do it when they got back in September after Labor Day 
and it was going to be easy. They were going to get it done and completed quickly, and they didn't. And so then it was by Thanksgiving, surely by Thanksgiving, we can get this done. And they didn't. Well, before we break for the Christmas holiday, surely we can do that. And they didn't. Uh, All the while knowing that the clock was ticking and that December the 31st always comes. And so it came. (laughs) And I remember very distinctly uh, spending New Year's Eve in Washington, D.C., And there was no build text in that whole year, the whole year. Everybody knew for a whole year what needed to be done. And yet they didn't do it. And they raised money off it and they ran campaigns off it. And it got to New Year's Eve and it was supposed to all come crashing down at midnight. And of course it didn't. And finally, at about 1236, we suddenly had build text. 156 pages of tax code, not easy reading, not light reading. I remember we started to print it. So, you know, that's sort of the thing the, a senator or a member of the House is supposed to do, read the bill. Well, we had printed out 20 pages of the bill and the bell rang, which meant the vote on that very bill had already started. 15 minutes, go. Uh, So no one read the bill. In fact, by the time we walked from the Senate offices to the floor of the United States Senate, over 92 members of the Senate had already voted on a bill they couldn't possibly have read because they hadn't had it long enough. Uh, And that's the problem. And we're going to see this all stack up as we get into December this year. It's going to be a repeat And so that's your preview of your holiday movie pleasure uh, if you're watching C-SPAN come December this year. All right, we're going to step aside for a quick bottom-of-the-hour break. Uh, When we come back, Brian Kilmeade's going to join us. He's got a new book out, fascinating look at President Abraham Lincoln and Frederick, Frederick Douglass, how they combined to save the soul of America. Stay with us. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story, the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. 